going to the PFF NFL Daily, today discussing Matthew Stafford, the Los Angeles Rams, and just how good this Rams offense can be now with Matthew Stafford under center. It's all brought to you by PFF. Save 40, 40% off all PFF subscriptions right now at pff.com for at least one more day. All right, Sam, let's break it all down. Matthew Stafford, a lot of the buzz around the NFL. We've talked about it a ton on the PFF NFL podcast, but let's answer the specific question how good can this Rams offense be now with Matthew Stafford instead of Jared Goff at quarterback? Yeah, I mean, the obvious answer is <laughs> nobody knows. We're going to find out, and that's what makes football really exciting. But here's good the Good podcast. Right. Wrap it up. Yeah, let's, let's actually answer it a little bit better than that. Um, we've been looking at this before, and we've been doing it by, you know, PFF grades and turnovers and turnover-worthy plays and big-time throws and all those kinds of things. And sort of coming to the conclusion that, hey, look, the bottom line is that Matthew Stafford has not played that much better than Jared Goff and expecting this seismic jump from, you know, also ran a quarterback to like MVP that some people are, are expecting is kind of silly. But I think what we haven't been paying that much attention to is what does Stafford do stylistically that's different to Jared Goff that allows Sean McVay to like unlock this extra area of the offense that he's been hampered with with Goff at quarterback. And, you know, Seth Galina was on the PFF NFL podcast a while ago, and he came up with this really interesting uh, kind of data point, which is when you look at like the heat maps of where these guys throw the football and you look at the routes that are run for each one of those guys, a quarterback, and then where they actually target, like where they decide to throw the ball – for Jared Goff, those two things essentially overlay, you know, like for like. He, th- he hits the guys that he's supposed to hit, and they don't run routes that are dramatically different. He doesn't improvise an awful lot. For Stafford, though, the two pictures are different. Like, he, every area of the field is always live when Stafford is the quarterback, and he is constantly trying things that other quarterbacks don't and that other quarterbacks won't try, and that allows McVay to basically open up things that weren't there for Jared Goff. Now, maybe they weren't there in the offense, period, and this isn't a Jared Goff fault necessarily, but they're things that definitely are there for Stafford. So it does allow McVay to potentially create this layer of creativity and route running and concepts that just weren't available to Jared Goff. And that, I think, does give you a potentially higher ceiling for this offense. Yeah, I'll give you I'll give you a specific example of what Stafford might might bring. Uh, Jim Bob Cooter, his old uh, offensive coordinator, coach Matthew Stafford was QB coach, called plays for him. Um, and I, I don't know how much of this is confidential. I don't think it is, but uh, <laughs> you know, Jim Bob Cooter, he actually he wrote an article on Stafford on the thirty third team dot com, um, and then I was a part of a film breakdown that Jim Bob did on Matthew Stafford and and kind of showing something that Stafford did that I think will be a great asset to McVay's offense. McVay's offense is very much driven by reads. And and I know this sounds simplistic and it's like, hey, every offense is, but progressions are crucial. I think more than necessarily reading coverages. It's a lot of go one to two to three. And when you see this in one, okay, move to two. When you see this in two, okay, move to three. Um, And a lot of that is, is formulaic. And, and, And sometimes I think it might take away some pass instincts from players, or it could, for a guy like Jared Goff, it's like, doesn't really have the greatest passing instincts. He's got to stick with it. We've seen this with Jimmy Garoppolo. You always ask, why is Jimmy Garoppolo throwing the ball to linebackers so much? In that shanahan McVay system, a lot of times it's the progression. It takes you there, and, and you get to 
formulaic as a quarterback sometimes. Stafford is smart and he can do those things, but what Jim Bob was pointing out was a play against the Patriots in 2018. There was a deep over route. And what he said was, this route was not a part of the, the, the play call. This was, it's a common route. Every offense runs this play. This is clear, it's a clear out. We're never even looking at this receiver. We want to hit the, 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 the route that's going to come under it. We want that route to clear out two or three other options on this passing play. And what Stafford did, he kind of faced a little quick pressure. He got away from it. And then he threw to the route that wasn't supposed to be a part of the progression. Had no business making the throw, but he had that feel. He had those instincts. And I think that's legitimately what Stafford brings. Right. And so when McVay calls a good play, things look great. McVay is going to give Stafford's going to give McVay answers when McVay doesn't have the answers. And I think that is a huge difference. I don't know what that looks like on the field. I don't know how you quantify that. Is that one play per game? Is it five per game? But I do think it is something that Stafford has that Goff doesn't. And I think it cuts both ways. Like I think I think this is part of the reason why we should expect an uptick in production overall from this offense. And you can start to look at it and say, you know, Stafford may well have career numbers in this offense. It's an offense I think that does help quarterbacks generally and will make them look good. The question is, will it all be positive? Because for as much as Stafford tries things and hits those plays and targets routes that like aren't supposed to be live on the play, it also costs him. Like it, it, he gets himself into trouble by doing that because almost by definition, unless you're Patrick Mahomes, you can't consistently do that and get away with it. Like there are reasons that those aren't part of the progression and that kind of thing. So Stafford's going to make you a lot of plays by doing that. And I think quarterback coaches and head coaches love that kind of thing, right? Because it is, it's as you said, when, when I don't have an answer on the play, my quarterback finds one. But I think they're also, because of that, very quick to forget the negatives, right? And say that, hey, look, you know, when you got yourself into trouble, when you threw the ball right to the linebacker, that's on me. That was my play breaking down. It's not your fault. But quarterbacks like Jared Goff probably wouldn't do that, right? They might take a negative play, but it would be a sack versus an interception or whatever it is. So I think, you know, Stafford is going to, it's going to be a double-edged sword. He's going to create plays that weren't there when Jared Goff was your quarterback. But I think some of those plays will be negative. He's going to create turnovers and interceptions and mistakes that weren't there when Jared Goff was your quarterback as well. Where that lands in terms of like a net overall, I don't know. And I think it's probably going to result in the offense being more productive and being better overall, but Stafford's grade not necessarily being, you know, light years ahead of where we've always seen it. That's, that's the thing I wanted to point out, right? So when you look at Jared Goff's career, his career year was that Super Bowl year in 2018. And, and that Rams offense had, you know, they, they were clicking. 2017 was the first year of McVay. 18 was the second year they go to the Super Bowl. And Jared Goff has the number eight PFF grade, 84.3 overall, 83.6 passing grade. That was actually eighth in the NFL, that, that passing grade. Uh, they finished ninth in EPA per play with the Rams. So I think when you're when you're breaking down quarterbacks and offenses, one of the things I like to do is you look at how well the quarterback played in relation to his peers. And then EPA is a great indicator, not of individual performance, but of team performance, right? If you throw a screen pass that goes for 50 yards, that is team expected points added. That is a team-based deal. It's a good play call. It's a good, you know, it's a good run by the running back, whenever it might be. They were ninth that year. So eighth in quarterback grade, ninth in EPA. 
I think if you're talking about McVay elevating what a quarterback's bringing to the table, I don't know that we've seen that. So, for instance, Shanahan has had top five EPA finishes throughout his career without a top five graded quarterback. He has elevated the production of the offense has been higher than what the quarterback should bring to the table. So I think there's a perception that, like you're saying, maybe Stafford's going to grade at 83 or 84. That's his career high. That's in that golf career high range. But if Stafford does that, I don't think we're immediately seeing a top three Rams offense. I think it's going to be wherever Stafford ranks, that offense ends up ranking. You know what I think is a good number for it? Um, I, I It gets crapped on a lot as a statistic, but passer rating – so for for a quarterback measurement, pass rating is bad, right? I don't think it's giving you a particularly good use. But it but as a as an offensive efficiency um, number, it isn't terrible. It's a bit like EPA in that it's sort of measuring the overall effectiveness of the offense generally, not just the quarterback. So Matthew Stafford has never had a full season in his career with a passer rating above a hundred, right? Which is not a difficult number to breach these days. Um, I would say that there's a very strong chance that he has a passer rating over 100 this year for the Rams, but I wouldn't necessarily expect it to result in a jump in his overall PFF grade. I think his performance might stay the same, but the offense passing efficiency takes a jump. Yeah, the thing about PFF grade, we always talk about it. It is It does isolate the quarterback. There is some dependency on guys who get open in the whole thing. Stafford's had a pretty good group of guys yeah. to, to throw to these last couple of years, and that's why we've seen peak pff grade so for him to become a 90 graded quarterback this year again i wouldn't be massively surprised but i i, I don't think we can expect it so uh, let us know we've talked a ton about the rams I, I think the vegas is high on them a lot of people are high on the rams a lot of people are high on stafford we want to know what you think here on the pff nfl daily